live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 22nd. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin buy and hold unconfiscatable one bitcoin equals one bitcoin i am offended by selling of course i am all right dudes hello my elite friends how you doing today if you got questions i got answers ask them in the chat i'll see them hey this week at bitcoin is friday it will be 11 a.m baltimore time that's 8 a.m in los angeles alex svetsky returns from australia J.W. Weatherman and John Vallis makes his uh, debut on the show. Uh, three weeks in a row having an Australian. Pound that like button if you're down under right now. All right. So I, you know, you got to value your time in havings, right? I've said that, right? Measure your times in time in havings, uh, value your times in havings. And we are getting to the date, May 12th. It's 19 days away. But 3,000 blocks, less than 3,000 blocks. I like that big round number there. Remember, I'm a big uh, proponent of the 210,000 block theory. Look it up. And uh, that you, know, you take any moment in time and subtract 210,000 blocks. And hey, your Bitcoin is worth more than it was back then in terms of fiat for you fiat freaks out there. But we only have, you know... We measure our time in 210,000 block periods, you know, 46 months, whatever. We're down to 3,000 blocks. So I thought that was a great reminder. Put that in the title to pump you dudes up. It's now like 2,800 blocks, but hey, 3,000, nice big round number. Now, speaking about the future, let's talk about Libra here, okay? You're starting to see positive articles about libra again it's it's on the good side of the mainstream crypto media again libra is coming be excited about libra all right and i've said for a while libra is good for bitcoin look at the last time that everyone was positive about bitcoin back last year i know it seems like a long time ago it was a i mean i think it was around june it was spring summertime uh libra announced what it was going to do everyone went crazy it pumped freaking Bitcoin up. So think of it this way, dudes. Um, you might not like Libra. You might not want to participate in Libra, but it's going to get some momentum again. Uh, mainstream media might even pick on, up on it. Mainstream media might talk about Libra more than it talks about the freaking having. All right, let them do that. It'll get the newbies into it. We can see a, another Libra pump. We can see another Libra pump. I'll say this. Um, that day, and it will come, when you, you can be on Facebook and you can send Libra to your mother or your sister, your brother, whoever, your friend, uh, that's going to be a good day for Bitcoin too. That's going to be a good day for Bitcoin too. So we're going to have milestones that Libra is going to reach. And I think it'll help Bitcoin. I, I think it'll help Bitcoin. Let's let's see what the next uh, 12 months or so bring. Because I, I assume a year from now we're going to have – People will be able to sell, uh, send their Libra uh, to their buddy over uh, Facebook. So, and again, I know it's all uh, centralized nonsense, but it, it will get some people into 
Bitcoin and just the way the markets work, the irrationality of it. They're going to say, oh, Libra good, Bitcoin good. Buy Bitcoin, buy Libra, price up. All right. Now, last night, uh, I, I've been trying to do these shows earlier. And had I done my show late last night, had I done my show at midnight last night, there was an earthquake in Los Angeles. Like It was small, but it shook this, uh, it shook this building, definitely. So you just missed uh, seeing uh, an earthquake. And that is not the first time that's happened uh, that you just missed me being involved in an earthquake. When I was in Taipei in February of 2018, Oh, those were the days. There were three earthquakes in four days, and they were they were all at night. But my show was not on. My show just missed those ones also. So one of these days, I mean, I don't really want this to happen. But you're going to see an earthquake during the uh, the one Bitcoin show, or maybe this week in Bitcoin, or of course Saturday Beyond Bitcoin. Take tech. Check out the archives. Disruptmeister.com. Bookmark that thing. Disrupt my. I just remember it. Come on. I say I'm the disruptmeister every darn time. You can find me there easily. Tech Vault. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T on Twitter. I tweeted today. Tweeted out some of those sportsmeister.com podca- audio podcasts for you audio freaks out there. Uh, you, you get a new show here every day, baby. All right. So we talked about the future uh, Libra pump. And we talked about an earthquake. <laughs> oh, man. It's It's funny. All these LA people like freak out on social media. Come on. I mean, this is this. Everyone is so panic stricken in the world today. I'm from the East Coast. We don't even have, you know, we don't have the earthquakes at the frequency they have them in Asia. Um, And I mean, there was one in 2011. I don't freak out. And I'm from the East Coast. I'm like, okay, this is what happens when you're on the West Coast, when you're in Asia. When I was in Santiago, Chile, there was one. You, you deal with it. You deal with it. That's life, okay? There are dangerous things. But uh, again, we're living – probably people are going to be – one day make up a rule. Well, until the government can stop earthquakes, we're going to have to all just uh, stay in our houses and live in uh, padded cells or something. <laughs> what What's next? Well, let, let's go down to – in, in victim world, in, in little uh, snitching world. Now, a lot of people don't like uh, – are not the biggest fans of Vinnie Lingham because of various altcoinages that he's done and inquisitions. He, he's been sent to the inquisition, but I still read his stuff as he is a smart guy. And I, I do respect him. I do. I do. Uh, I mean, I've learned a lot from him over the years and I would not be in the financial position I am today. If it were not for me uh, uh, listening to him. Well, I think it was exactly five years ago in uh, South Africa at the, uh, the first day uh Block Bitcoin Africa conference in uh, jo- in in Cape Town. Anyway, Vinny says this. He's got some comments on uh, on the dollar, and I think these are good comments. In the same way that Bitcoin has a dominance index in the cryptocurrency markets, the U.S. dollar has one too. Right now, even while issuing more dollars, the dominance of the U.S. dollar is rising. This is very true, which will offset inflationary effects as global trade is weighted more toward the U.S. dollar. Okay, this is true. And I said, all countries are printing more fiat. The dollar is the best of the group. If you live in a country with a second tier or lower currency, then you should find your way out of it, preferably into Bitcoin soon. Many won't look beyond fiat and they're going to choose the dollar. And yes, this is good for uh 
this this dollar love is good for dollar based uh, stable coins also. So he he's got a good perspective on this. Imagine coin market cap for uh, for fiat currencies. The dollar is at the top, okay, and despite them printing more dollars, okay, then the value is going up. It, it's it's going further and further away from those second tier, okay, and third tier, and, and God forbid you own this the South African rand, et cetera, et cetera. So everybody's everybody's printing money, all right. But people know that when everyone's printing money, you go for the the best of the best, the dollar. That's the story everyone believes. So they're getting away with it. Get it? You can say getting away with it, whatever. Um, but this is not a time to gamble. If you live in South Africa, if you live in India, how the heck uh, when your when your coin is losing when when the dollar dominate dominance index is increasing? Okay. And your coin is is losing its dominance, uh, losing its market share. All right, of the whole uh, coin market cap of of fiat. How the heck could you be saving in, in uh, Indian rupees or South African rand at this point? But people are doing it. People are literally doing it. And some people are are trying to get out of it and get into dollars. Then some of them are trying to get into stable coins, apparently even smaller amount, and he, and probably even smaller amount are getting into uh, Bitcoin. Do what the elite are doing. The smallest of of the number of people are getting into Bitcoin in these countries. No excuse. You're in Uruguay. You're in South Africa. Whatever, third tier, second tier. I don't care what you classify yourself as. No, if you're watching this show right now, I don't know how you could be saving, have a bank account. If you've got a bank account that's a uh, in your native currency, it should have like the minimal amount in it to like pay bills or whatever. You, at least get into the, the dollar, but please come on, get into Bitcoin. So he's got a very good perspective on it. But we're in, in a year's time, we're going to hear all these people from all these countries be like, woe is me, woe is me. Inflation is going wild in India, Uruguay, Mozambique, wherever you may be, Romania. They'll be complaining. Compete, don't complain, dude. Get in. You got to be in motion here and get into Bitcoin or at least get into the dollar. I mean, okay, but hey, we're going to talk about in a second how the holders of Bitcoin, they're do, they're they're stacking more Bitcoin right now. They got more Bitcoin than they had yesterday. As uh, of course I do because that that uh that crypto dividend hex, I because of that nonsense, I've got more Bitcoin than I did yesterday. Or the day before, whenever I did the darn thing. All right. So uh, Heather is now just, this is from Alex Dermilney, is just 1.1 billion. Speaking of stable coin love, God, all these people valuing their wealth in dollars. Tether is now just $1.1 billion away from flipping Ripple. Okay. Uh, so when that happens, you know people over social media are going to be going all, all sorts of crazy. Okay, you can celebrate if you want to. Uh it's just more drama for the Ripple heads, I guess. Uh, but it is funny. A, a flippening of Ripple and Tether. Who? That's the altcoin madness. I value my wealth in Bitcoin. Pound that like button. All right. So here, Glassnodes, which does all sorts of analysis of uh, numbers. I, I love it. And uh, they – and I just fixed, skipped something, but I'll get back to that. Okay. They said uh, – Bitcoin, and I just talked about this, Bitcoin holder net position change has been growing daily since the end of March and is now hitting yearly highs. 
long-term investors are increasing their positions and they're accumulating more Bitcoin each day. So he shows how he figured that out. You know, believe him if you want to believe him. Uh, the rich get richer and people are going to complain. The long-term holders, long-term investors, whatever you want to call them, they're increasing their positions every day. In, in a year, we'll have people in, in all sorts of uh, second and third tier countries, uh, currency countries just complaining saying it's unfair those bitcoin guys keep getting richer when they could have gotten into they could have tra traded in their worthless freaking south african rand i mean uh, this is an unbelievable world we live in you could be in south africa totally corrupt government to, uh, totally and you could turn that trash currency into bitcoin and it is trash all right totally trash um and yet people will not do it now uh and they've been through such financial Armageddon before. I mean, there are people that are in South Africa that grew up in freaking Rhodesia. And they better at least be protecting their wealth. Uh, now, so aggregate stable coin supply is over $9 billion. Whoa. That's what it is right now. At the And this is from Zach Vol. At the all-time high of Bitcoin in 2017, that was back in December 2017, aggregate supply was just over $1.25 billion. So that's 1.25 billion compared to 9 billion. But sure, keep complaining how the stablecoin issuers are pumping the market. So, so, so there you go. When, when Bitcoin was pumped back uh, in, in those $19,000 days of uh, December, there, there was a, of 2017, there's only $1.1 billion uh, of uh, $1.25 billion of. Uh, Aggregate uh, or what would it, uh, aggregate stablecoin supply was worth that $1.25 billion. Now it's $9 billion, and Bitcoin's worth a whole lot less So, uh, for you fiat freaks. So uh, another example of uh, that, yeah, don't – and people aren't uh, – on social media, you don't see the people anymore that says – that are saying, you know, tethers, the only reason Bitcoin is worth what it is. You're not seeing that anymore because people are logically analyzing the numbers. But hey, that, that FUD will come again when Bitcoin pumps again. When it, because we're one day closer to an all-time high, people will say it's stable coins again. They'll, they'll say you know, it, it's all cyclical. It, it all, all, all the FUD comes around again. But right now, no. Now, let me, uh, let me get over here. Say who, say we got some people in the house. All right. Hey, you do, how you doing, dudes? How you doing, dudes? A ask, ask some questions. Wait. Earthquakes don't affect Bitcoin. Yeah, that's. That's very true, in fact. Lele did his classic where he said something and he retracted it. Cla classic Lele, pound, pound that like button, dude. Uh, I don't get you, dude. I don't get you, dude. I, I, you'd be an interesting person to meet in person. Perhaps we'll, uh, perhaps that will happen one day. Uh, all right. Now, let's go back to uh, my uh, notes. Sorry, uh, dudes. All right. All right, this is from uh, you know, I like Michael Krieger. I, I've met Michael Krieger in person before. We hung out in Denver, yeah. Uh, and he, he is a nice guy, and he's been on my show plenty of times. But he's just got that doom to him, man. He, he can't totally get off the doom train. And this is what he has to say, and I disagree with this statement. Financialization is a gigantic ship that's going down. It's the Titanic of the world's phony financial markets. The whole game is over. People just remain in denial. All right. I, I disagree with that. 
<laughs> financialization is going to continue. Okay, uh, the financial, the phony financial markets—they're going to be here. That people playing games with uh, with the financial markets, the the nonsense you guys might call—it's it's not going away. Okay. Now, why is it going away? Because the 80 percenters eat up every story they're freaking told, all right? They're told to stay in. They listen to the government. They, they, don't, they don't complain at all about all of these huge financial players getting bailed out. They just care about They think they're going to die if they walk outside, all right? So how can you say financialization is a giant ship that's going down? They're all, all those dudes at various companies are getting bailed out. And all the people that could bring out the pitchforks and change the world, they're scared. They're scared little girls. So in a world where most people are scared little girls, but then there, there are some smart people out there that are doing all sorts of financial shenanigans at their at their companies and are in, in and are in bed with the fascist governments and are keep getting bowed out. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna what system is gonna continue? Now we're gonna the fascism is going to continue and the, the government control is just going to increase. All right. There's no doubt about that. And that what, who does that benefit? Who does that benefit? Who are the, the people in, in, uh, in power in bed with, with the financializers, with the banks, with the whatever companies, the big companies that play all sorts of games with their accounting. Okay. It's, I'm not going to pick just on banks here. So, so many people have been dreaming of this day when, you know, we have a whole new, uh, a new way of, of, of looking at, at money and the way the world works and that the all these people who played financial shenanigans are going to go to jail. What? Why is that happening now? It, it, they're all getting bailed out. And all the people that that supposedly would benefit from, you know, Bitcoin being the dominant uh, way of money or gold being the dominant, dominant way of money uh, and, and corruption to be completely gone uh, from the system, those people are all scared in, inside their houses, the people that would supposedly benefit. So, no, financially, we might be in a time now where there's definitely financial panic all over. We're seeing weird things in the markets. Think, things will get back to normal, nor, whatever normal is, whatever you want to call normal. Um, but, uh, no, the, the financialization ship is not going down. People are still going to buy into the stock market after this, all right, and buy things they don't understand with valuations that are overblown, okay? There'll be deflation here and there, um, but like to talk about a whole new re a reset of the whole system. No, the, the system is going to look, in 2021, the whole financial system, it's going to look a lot similar to the way it did in, in 2019, okay? Some companies might disappear, but I'm going to tell you that the, that the the people in politics will be further into bed with the bigger companies. Okay. I mean, and uh, yeah, the, the fascism will continue. Does this mean that Bitcoin is doomed? Heck no. But there's always a 20% of the population that doesn't play the financialization games that doesn't blindly, uh, you know, live off of their 401k and just, Say, oh, third party, do all my investment for me, or I'll just believe the government. I mean, and, and I, I'll just worship the government. No, there's 20% of the people who aren't going to play that game, who are going to be in the Bitcoin overlay. But to say that there's going to be a whole new overlay that everyone is going to enter into, no, no, not at all. I don't believe it for a second. And 
and I do understand we're experiencing troubling financial times now. Uh, but uh, no, we're not. I, I don't believe in this uh, this tweet that he, what he's saying that people just remain that the that the whole game is over and people just remain. No, the game is not over at all. <laughs> the game is not over. It's a sickening combination of uh, crony capitalism, socialism, and fascism. That's what we've been living under uh, in the world, and that will continue. And Bitcoin can thrive there. And I'm happy to, to be in the Bitcoin overlay and to see all these freaking sucker MC uh, informants out there. They, they, they're just happy with their $1,200 check or maybe their UBI or whatever, but they, they will help the system continue and the financialization. They are just little pawns in the whole freaking system. Now, Dutch AMLD5 implement, implementation law is adopted. Simon over in the Netherlands sent me this. He has been worried that the Dutch would take the European Union's law way too far. Uh, but he says the Minister of Finance made it very clear that he does not intend to do more than the EU directive says. So we will take his word for it now. And he puts a big uh, smiley face on it. So the Dutch aren't taking the AMLD5 uh, law, which is like this KYC nonsense. They're not taking it further than the uh, European Union. And thus, uh, Bitcoin-related and crypto-related businesses there don't have to worry as much as, as some people were worrying. All right. Let's uh, – I'm seeing if there are any more questions. Okay. Uh, no more questions. Oh, no. Wait a second. We got – uh, Dunk says, uh, did you see all of the hate the government of Georgia is getting for beginning to open things back up? Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I see it's not just Georgia. It's any government, any state. And God bless the state. I mean, well, not, I'm not going to put these. Because they're sociopaths that are in charge of Georgia too, okay? I, I don't like political people very much. I'm, I'm not a big fan of But that Georgia is opening up. God bless the people of Georgia so that, that they're going to be able to work again, all right? But yes, there's all this social media peer pressure nonsense out there. This group thing, these people that are addicted, that, that are part of the virus panic mass movement, all right? That just try to shoot down and shame anyone logical. On, and, and then the, the way the algorithms work on Twitter, or it's probably not even algorithms, it's probably individuals they, they select certain things to trend. So most of the time, the things that are tr tr trending on Twitter um, are like hate of cap of true capitalism, okay? Total hate of true capitalism. And that is what you're seeing right now. So yeah, I've seen people shaming Georgia. I see people shaming all of the states saying that people saying this nonsense um, that like it's, it's like the Civil War all over again, the, the South. The South is doing horrible things. And, of course, they try to compare it to, 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 to racism. It's so it's so far-fetched. But people believe it. People uh, – you, you say certain trigger words and they're just – they blindly scream about it. So I do see that, dude. And uh, just the governments cannot give into that peer pressure. Do what – do – let people be free. It's nonsense. You don't put healthy people in quarantine. Um so let individuals decide. So they are on the right track. I hope they do not give into the social media uh, peer pressure because the social media peer pressure is definitely rigged 
Bitcoin, this game is not rigged, but I'm going to tell you, the social media peer pressure, it is rigged. There are plenty of people at these co these companies for some insane reason. Their political ties, they're political, they worship political people so much, so much, they would want to take away people's freedoms so that Trump loses an election. I mean, it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Um, um, so Ben Franklin says, I live in San Diego, but I am currently in Northern Illinois. There is a lot of more freedom here now that, okay, there's a lot more freedom there. Good, good. I'm glad there's, there's more freedom there. Uh, in your Northern Illinois, there's a lot more freedom here right now. And for once and thankful not to be home. Well, San Diego is beautiful. I, I will tell you that, but, uh, it, there's, there's a price to pay for, for freedom sometimes. And the, the governments cannot enforce all of these draconian measures if more people just woke up and said, yeah, we're just not doing it. I mean, they can't keep everybody off the beach. If everybody went to the beach in San Diego, they would just throw up their hands. I mean, what are they going to do? Do Tiananmen Square on, on freaking uh, on the beach in San Diego? <laughs> they're, they're not, they're not, they're not going to do that in the United States. It, it won't come to that. But people don't understand that. They just have to be defiant. Like simply make videos outside. Simply go to the beach again. And on social media, just show the videos. Don't give it to the people. Because there are people on social media that's, that literally say you are killing people if you go to the beach. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So this has turned into a Beyond Bitcoin show. Yeah, this end, the ending of the show has turned into a, big, a Beyond Bitcoin show. That happens sometimes. But all right, dudes, th that is the... Uh, the one thing that I, I forgot to say it, it, that is also this dude that does this electronic music, um, he's in motion. DJ J Skrilla, link to below. DJ J Skrilla is link. It's not my style, but it's Bitcoin. He mentions Bitcoin in his electronic mixes, and there's little clips, there's samples of people talking about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So, hey, that's interesting. That's in motion. Retweet this stuff, dudes. Thank you. We'll try to do the show earlier. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Pound that like button. It's always a pleasure to be here. Thank you, dudes. Uh, I will say hi to you guys in the chat. You get a new show here every single day. Stop 